have discovered a lot about um, about COVID-19, and we wish we wouldn't know so much about it. But 2021, that's not all 2020 had. 2020 also had the riots. They also had the the burning of our cities and the demolishing of so many businesses. And they, we just had a lot going on in 2020. So, you know, we're going to be looking forward to 2021. And the title of this message is 2021, the year of great exploits. And, um, We'll be exploring a little bit as we go what that entails. What are great exploits and what does it mean for us? So um, first I want to open with a word of prayer and then we'll jump in. So God, we just thank you for this day, another day on this earth, that we can rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that you've made. So we celebrate your goodness today. We come together to seek your heart, to delight in your heart, to find you in the secret place of our heart, to love you without stretched arms sometimes, to love you in song, to love you through the word. And so we pray and invite all of your fullness here, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and all of your fullness to come. Let your anointing be made evident here. If my words are not anointed, they're a waste of time. So I'm asking, Holy Spirit, you know that I know that I need you. You know that I know that if, if you don't anoint these words, they fall to the ground. So come and be pleased to anoint these words. Give us ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Give us a heart that will be receptive to be able to receive into our deep understanding so that you can water you can grow, and you can receive a harvest. You can be glorified through it. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, let's see. I have a couple of friends that were going to come at 11.15, which is when I was actually... So, uh, but that's okay. Let's get started here. What we're going to be doing here is I'm going to be asking a bunch of questions here. So um, the first question, of course, as you can see, God, what do you want to do with me in 2021? Hey, by the way, because we have a slideshow going on, this first, this first uh, 20 minutes is a slideshow presentation. Um, so can we turn the lights off? And uh, so that if this is being picked up, or Facebook, they might be able to see the slides a little bit better. So sorry it's going to be dark in here for a little while, but that's why. 
So we're going to be asking a series of questions. This first question, God, what do you want to do with me in 2021? As we mentioned already, 2020 is just about over with. Everybody say, thank the Lord for, for good reasons and for not so good reasons. But we always get to look forward to the new year, don't we? So we're going to explore. Um, we're going to start a sli slideshow here in a minute. And we're going to explore some scripture verses, followed by some questions, followed by more questions. And then ultimately, we're going to um, finish off the, the portion of the slideshow. And we're going to, I'll talk a little bit more about what we're going to do. We're going to have like a five-minute exercise, and then we'll draw things to a close. We should be out of here in pretty good shape today. So, yeah. Well, no. No, remembered what... So just wanted to, we had, we got to celebrate Christmas already with my lovely family, my beautiful family back there, um, Steve, Brandy, uh, his wife, and then our two beautiful granddaughters, Gracia and Rena. But we didn't get to celebrate with these youngsters yet, but we will get to um, here this next weekend. But it was going to be my little sense of humor thing, it was going to be like, Oh, how did that get up there? But we'll, we'll just keep going. <laughs> Future superheroes. Okay. Superheroes. All right, now, Dale, you can go on. All right. So go ahead to the next slide. So we're going to explore uh, by asking some reading some scripture verses and ask, asking some questions. This first verse, Daniel 11:32, the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. All right, so question. Are you carrying out great exploits? If not, why not? Next verse. Ephesians 2.10, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Question, are you walking in the good works that God prepared for you? Do you even have any idea what these good works could be? Next verse, Ephesians 6.10. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Question. Are you feeling strong in the Lord and in his mighty power? Next verse. Yet in all, Romans 8.37, yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Question. Are you feeling more conqueror or more like conquered these days all right next slide please let's ask ourselves this question can this really be my life 
great exploits. Here's, here's what we heard in those verses. A life of great exploits, the life of a conqueror, the life of the overcomer, the life of those walking in the works prepared by God. Right? So that's the question. Can that really be my life? So next slide. Why? Another question. Why would God's word include those verses if he didn't believe we could walk in the power of those words? All right, next verse, or next uh, slide. So we need to figure it out, don't we? What is keeping us from seeing the overcoming power of God's word in our lives? If we are going to learn how to be all that, we should probably learn the secrets from someone who has lived it, someone who has overcome incredible odds and conquered his giant and brought prosperity to his nation. Can anyone guess? I wish TJ was here. I was expect. I have something in here, especially for him to shout out dancing. But anyway, can anyone guess who we're going to be talking? Well, next slide. Jack! Jack and the Beanstalk! Jack! Jack was a giant slayer, right? All right. Well, that was my failed attempt at a little bit of humor. So, let's go to the next slide, and let's really look at the life of a true and authentic giant slayer. Of course, King David who we were fishing for with that first answer. But I just want to say a couple things about David. Before David was king, he was a warrior. Before he was a warrior, he was a giant slayer. But before he was a giant slayer, he was just a shepherd boy, just common, ordinary guy. But the shepherd boy had a secret weapon. Anybody want to holler out what the secret weapon was? Absolutely right. But there was more to it than that. David was known for his relationship to God. He was a worshiper, a musician, and he trusted God with his life. 1 Samuel 16 tells us that the Lord sent Samuel the prophet to anoint David. And from that day on, okay, from that day on, the Spirit of the Lord came, upon, came powerfully upon David. 1 Samuel 16, 13. So, David was given an overcoming, conquering, exploit-enabling, good works-fulfilling superpower, wasn't it? All right. We'll talk about great exploits. What is a great exploit? What is an exploit? Can anybody tell me what an exploit is? A bold, daring, and courageous act. Bold, daring, courageous, and heroic act, actually. Talk about great exploits. David was doing it all. You have to be pretty tough to wrestle a lion there. I'm sure you all agree.
David tells us in 1 Samuel 17, 34 through 36, when a lion or bear came, I went after it and attacked it and rescued the sheep from its mouth. Okay, I just want to say something here. Listen to this next part. When it rose up against me, I grabbed it by its mane and struck and killed it. Well, we're talking about a lion on the attack, a hungry lion and or bear. All right. And, of course, after David was empowered, he, he slayed his junk. All right. So let's just take a little closer look at what that might have looked like. Dale, please roll it for this two-minute video. going from being a kid to being a warrior in that moment. He just bent over and he picked up five smooth stones and these he put in his pouch and he picked up his sling and he walked towards Goliath and Goliath sees him and he goes, what? It was insulting actually to send, well, what are you sending this? young, unarmed, you know, uh, unprotected <laughs> uh, guy against me. The Philistine curses David and vows to feed the Israelites flesh to the birds and the wild animals. Smack talking is one of his fatal mistakes. Never brag in a fight. That is one of the basic rules of fighting. David was listening and saying, okay, this guy's talking trash. And as soon as he makes a move, I want to put him down. And that's exactly what he did. You can get a, a stone of a quarter pound, and a sling can hurl that at a couple of hundred miles an hour. So that's like a whip. You know, when you crack a whip, you hear that sound? That's because the tip of the whip is going faster than the speed of sound. It's a sonic boom, it's breaking the sound barrier. That stone can hit with a great degree of speed and a great amount of force. According to the legend, all it takes to fell the giant is one shot. But for Goliath, the worst is yet to come. He kills him with his own sword to add insult to injury. Then goes, finds his family and kills them. You know, David is seen as kind of this writing poetry and playing the flute or something. This guy was a killer. Since the Middle Ages, he's been depicted as, you know, this red beast with horns. All right. Did that give you a little bit better uh, picture of what David was up against? 
So let's start asking some more questions. Remember I mentioned that we're going to have lots of questions. So next question. This will be slide number 28, Dale. Do you have any giants in your life? All right, you might say, what giants? Well, maybe fear, rejection, depression, self-hatred, anger, unforgiveness, hopelessness, suicide, anxiety, nightmares, eating disorders. I could go on. Or maybe you have a bear chasing you down. What bear? I don't know. Pornography, addiction, betrayal, abandonment, lies, trauma, sickness. The next one, Dale. Sickness, occult, abuse. Again, I could go on and on. And how about the lion? Every one of us has a lion to worry about. 1 Peter 5, 8 and 9 says it clearly. Be sober, be vigilant, because your enemy, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Holy Spirit empowered David to defeat the lion, the bear, and the giant. And Holy Spirit, I'm here to tell you, Holy Spirit will empower you too to defeat, defeat your bear and your lion and your giant. But you might be saying, oh, well, you know what? I, I, I have the spirit, uh, but I don't really see that kind of power. Maybe you feel like something is missing in your experience with God. Is that possible? 1 John 4, 4 says, you are of God and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. All right, so who is the he who is in you who is greater? Holy Spirit, absolutely. Of course, Holy Spirit is the he that is in you that is greater than he who is in the world. It's greater than those lions bears, and giants. Holy Spirit is your superpower. That's right. Thank you. Woohoo! Holy Spirit. All right. Next slide. In one of her Bible app Advent devotionals, Jill Briscoe, if any of you have ever read any of her books, anybody? Jill Briscoe? I've read a couple. Very, very good. Um, she's a, she, Jill Briscoe, she's 86 year old years old now and still going strong. But um, she was a well-known British-American author, editor, speaker. And she makes this statement about Holy Spirit. It is, quote, it is through the Holy Spirit that we are born again. It is a nat supernatural spiritual work that makes us children of God, brought into his family and kingdom. Living in the spirit of Christ does not mean that people try hard to be more noble, good, and kind. No. The Holy Spirit enables people to be what they're not and to do what they can't. The Spirit of Christ is actually God, 
in Christ through Holy Spirit in us. Anybody ever hear, hear of Charles Spurgeon? Okay, I've got a couple nods, a couple hands. All right. He's one of the great theologians and preachers of the cross of his time. Well, actually, his writings are still very well uh, read today. But he lived from 1834 to 1892. But in a sermon that he delivered on November 19, 1871, speaking of prayer and the Holy Spirit, he said this. True prayer is an approach. So I'm going to be reading this. Now remember back 100 years ago or however long 1871 was, over 100 years ago. Almost one and a half. Anyway, um, they, they spoke just a little bit differently. So if you hear that my words are just a little bit here and there, hopefully it's because I'm reading accurately, <laughs> not that I'm messing up because they do speak just a little bit different. But speaking of prayer and the Holy Spirit, he says, true prayer is an approach of the soul by the Spirit of God to the throne of God. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. True prayer is an approach of the soul by the Spirit of God to the throne of God. True prayer is not a mere mental exercise nor a vocal performance, but it is deeper far than that. It is spiritual commerce with the creator of heaven and earth. God is a spirit unseen of mortal eye and only to be perceived by the inner man, our spirit within us begotten by the Holy Ghost at our regeneration, discerns the Great Spirit, communes with him, prefers to him its requests, and receives from him answers of peace. It is a spiritual business from beginning to end, and its aim and object, and not with man, but with reach to God himself. He goes on to say, in order to such prayer, the work of the Holy Ghost himself is needed. If prayer were of the lips alone, we should only need breath in our nostrils to pray. But when it is the spiritual desire and the spiritual fellowship of the human spirit with the great spirit, then the Holy Ghost himself must be present all through it. Or else true prayer will never be presented, but the thing offered to God will wear the name and have the form but the inner life of prayer will be far from it. Next slide. So, Terry, are you saying that I've been doing it wrong all this time? No, 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 no. The Lord will hear your prayer. Happy, mad, glad, sad, doesn't matter. If you're presenting a sincere prayer, God hears your prayer. But, next slide. If we want to shift in to an overcoming, conquering, giant-slaying mode, we have to grow up in how we connect to God in prayer. Okay, that make sense? Holy Spirit empowers us to do everything better, everything more superior, including how to connect with God our Father. 
It is essential for us to learn to connect with our Holy Spirit. Let's just take a minute now and talk about uh, the first part of, first half of the Our Father. We'll take a quick look at it. So there's four elements that we're just going to quickly touch on. Our Father who art in heaven, holy is thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What I want you to see is Holy Spirit's involvement in each one of these aspects of the Our Father. All right, so Our Father is in heaven and is super holy. To touch his heart, to connect, we need to connect spirit to spirit. Ephesians 2, 5, and 6 says that God himself raised us up and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. How is that possible? Through the Holy Spirit in us, right? So we get we get to be there. Thanks to the Holy Spirit in uh, of Christ in us, we are sitting right next to our Father God, almost face to face. Why is that? Because where where is Jesus seated in heavenly places? At the right hand of the Father. So can you see my little me? In there? I'm in Christ by the Holy Spirit at the right hand of the Father. So when we get there, we can have that almost face-to-face. That's how close we are. That's the kind of connection that we're talking about here. All right. Thy kingdom come. Luke 17, 21 says, Indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. Huh? Do you feel like the kingdom of God is within you? Next slide. There he is again. Holy Spirit is the kingdom. Holy Spirit is the kingdom of God in you. Okay? The Holy Spirit that you have when you accepted Jesus and were regenerated into a son and daughter of the Most High. The kingdom of God filled you by the power of Holy Spirit. Okay? Thy will be done. Next slide. So how does God get his will done on earth? How does God get his will done on earth? Remember Winnie the Pooh? Think, 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 think. Remember that? Next slide. He gets his will done on earth primarily through his Holy Spirit-empowered kids doing the good works that he prepared and through doing the great exploits. The brave, bold, courageous, heroic acts. That's how he gets his kingdom done on earth. So... Here is the key question of all these questions. We've been asking a lot of questions, right? Out of all these questions, here's the key question we want to answer today. What is the disconnect between you and the empowered life of David? All right. Is it possible, here's another question, is it possible that you're plugged into power but that your switch is turned off? asking. Well, if so, how do we turn on the overcoming, 
conquering, great exploits, prepared, works, giant slaying, switch. How do we do that? By connection. By connecting, connecting, connecting. Connecting with Holy Spirit turns on our power switch. So how do we connect? That's, that's what we're going to talk about now. God is spirit. And so those who want to connect will connect spirit to spirit. But us humans have a tendency to talk to him out of our heads, don't we? When we're praying, we're thinking, Oh, okay, I need to pray about so-and-so who needs a job. I need to pray about so-and-so whose kid is um, uh, in addiction. I need to pray about, you know, on and on. We think with our head. But there's a, there is a place in prayer when we can shift from our brain into our spirit man, into our Holy Spirit man, that we can begin to see uh, a higher level of prayer going, and you can expect maybe a few more answers in prayer. All right? That's what the message is. So, God, what do you want to do with me in 2021? What we're going to do now for our exercise <clears throat> is we're going to take five minutes, and Cisco is going to come up here, and he's going to just play softly and sing. And we are going to, I'm going to invite you to practice connecting with Holy Spirit just for five minutes, just for five minutes. We've got plenty of time. It's only 11, it's not even quite 11.30. So just for five minutes. And if you, if you don't want to try to connect with Holy Spirit, just sit there and just enjoy Cisco and the music. Just enter into worship in whatever way you want to. But in this time, what I want you to do is to quiet all the other distractions out of your head. Find yourself focusing. Find yourself going a little bit deeper into your innermost being. There's a scripture verse that says, out of his innermost being, out of his heart, will flow rivers of living water. That place, the heart, the innermost being, is called the gut. That is our seat of emotions. That is a place where if you get sick to your stomach because somebody has uh, really severe bad news, you're going to feel it there. If you get really afraid, you're going to feel it mostly in your gut. I mean, it might travel up your shoulders, up your neck, up your jaw, and up into your head eventually, but here's where the seat of your emotions are. So what we want to do is find the seat of our emotions, our, our spiritual heart in our deepest part of us. We want to find ourselves falling into a conversation with Holy Spirit. Inviting Holy Spirit to speak. Inviting Holy Spirit to touch your heart like he's never done before. Now sometimes I connect. There's so many ways you can connect. I have connected with Holy Spirit on a deep level 
while driving. I've connected with Holy Spirit on a deep level on the back of a motorcycle on trips across the country, looking at the beautiful nature on our scenic roads. I've connected with God on a deep level watching a sunset. I've connected with God on a deep level in my own home here at church. I've even connected with God on a deep level at the grocery store, believe it or not. Because once you find that connection with Holy Spirit, it becomes so precious. Your heart starts to long for that intimacy. And you grow practiced at finding the heart of God in your innermost being through Holy Spirit in you. My flesh is loud. I don't know about yours. Sometimes, sometimes I have to get down low. I have to get down on my knees. And I have to find and wait sometimes. And when I feel the littlest change in the atmosphere, the slight nuances of a little shift, I can say, there you are. Hi. Hi, Holy Spirit. There you are. And I can begin my conversation in my heart. So whatever you have to do, sometimes I've had to get on my face. Sometimes I just have to walk. I met God in a deep way on a power walk. But now for the next five minutes, I'm going to shut, up, shut my mouth. And for the next five minutes, I'm going to invite you all Find that connection with Holy Spirit. And next to you, you should have a sheet of a little card stock piece of paper. And if you hear anything, see anything with your heart, with your spiritual eyes, write it down. And after this five minutes, I'm going to invite any of you who would like to share what the Lord is speaking to you to do that, to share. So if you need a pen, raise your hand. I'll bring one. Otherwise, your five minutes starts right now. just want to sit here at your feet, caught up in this holy moment, I never want to live, oh I'm not here for blessings, no, 
Jesus, you don't owe me anything more than anything that you can do. I just want you. And I'm sorry when I just go through the motions. I'm sorry. I just sing another song Take me back to where we started Open up my heart to you And I'm sorry I just come with my agenda I'm sorry I forget that you're enough Take me back to where we started Open up my heart to you Yes, I do, Lord Yes, I do, Lord Move Just want you, nothing else, nothing else, nothing else will do. I just want you, nothing else, nothing else, nothing else will do. I just want you. Oh, nothing else will do. You are me. You are everything to me. I just want you. Just sing another song Take me back to where we started Open up my heart to you Nothing else 
Nothing else, nothing else will do. I just want you. Nothing else, nada más, nada más quiero. No más a ti, nada más, nada más, nada más que a ti, solamente quiero a ti, nada más, nada más, nada más Señor, solamente quiero a ti. A ti, oh, 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 a ti, okay, thank you, thank you, sweet time, I don't know about you guys, but that was sweet. <clears throat> So here's where I want DJ again. I wanted to hear, first of all, how many of you felt like you just really enjoyed that five minutes? Or was that, tell me, just tell me, shout it out. Was that way too long or was that like not long enough? What did you, went by quickly? Too short? All right. Who feels like you maybe were able to connect just a little bit better today than you usually All right, who feels like they saw something or heard something in your communion time with Holy Spirit that you'd like to share? Anybody? I just felt that uh, I felt peace coming to my family. Um, my wife uh, has been struggling a lot this uh, last couple months with everything, so I just felt really, really peaceful as I prayed with her, um, prayed for her and my family, and it, uh, it just felt really relaxed. Very good. Who else would like to share? Right. Julie. I believe um, 2021 is going to be a time of rejoicing. Um, Don and I have been praying for our children for many, many years, and I just I believe there's greater changes coming in each of them, and God's already been working just in each and every one of them. Just from listening to their conversations, I can tell He's just working in their hearts. And then the last thing that came to me was deeper relationships. This next Thank you for sharing. Anybody else? Yeah, the only thing I kept getting was uh, you know, putting on the full on the gun. So, the one thing that really stuck with me was the, uh, verse 12. So we wrestle not against the flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, and against the world of the devil, against the darkness of this world, against 
spiritual wickedness. Amen. Thank you. Anybody else? Carmen. So, I just saw first came to me and then he, he puts out his hand and, and we danced. And that was pretty cool. And then it was like he went to each group and laid his hand on each of you and smiled. He was just so pleased that we took time to do this instead of talking about him. Took time to listen to him and let him love on you. And, and it's a reminder to me to do it more often. Even if it's just sneaking away into the bathroom for Anyone else? Wow, very sweet. Thank you for sharing that. Cooling and refreshing. Cooling and refreshing. Yes, 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 yes. Very good. Anyone else? Cisco? Well, you were busy, so. <laughs> but anybody else? Okay. All right. Well, th thank you so much for participating in our five minute exercise. Um, but this is the kind of thing that you can do as often as you have time to do so. Like I say, I've even met with God at the grocery store before. And how that happened is I saw someone and I just said, Lord, what, what, why, are you, why are you drawing me to that person? And so I just had this little time with the Lord. And the Lord actually had me go and pray for that person. I think they had, it's been a couple years ago, but I think they had something wrong with their leg or something. Anyway. Um, so, so if you can begin to be open to the subtle, nuanced changes of the Spirit of God, and when you, when you sense that change, begin to have that conversation. And, and it's a two-way conversation. So Holy Spirit is an expert at communicating your heart to our Father. So just allow that communication to bring you guys bring you into intercession or just bring you into communion or just bring you into a time of refreshing and peace, rest, and calm. Um, and, and then you can be asking these questions. Lord, Lord, what do you want with me in 2021? Right? What do you want with me in 2021? We're approaching that year. Okay, so... For the last just couple of slides, you can start me on slide number 59. If any of you would like prayer after we close, 
hopefully Cisco and but myself for sure will be here to pray for you if any one of you say you know what I still I just want prayer because I want to make a better connection with Holy Spirit in 2021 just will you pray anything at all really please do come forward and I'll be happy to pray for you so will Cisco all right so now we will close with the immortal words of Winnie the Pooh. Life is a journey to be experienced, not a problem to be solved. Thank you for joining me and listening to what I felt like the Lord put on my heart today. I just pray now a closing prayer. Father God, thank you. Thank you for your sweet presence. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being the kingdom of God in me, for being my rivers of living water. Thank you for never leaving. Thank you that in you we can conquer our bears. We can slay our giants. We can face our lions. We can overcome. We can walk out with boldness, courage, and perform courageous acts. Even if that courage just means to go up to somebody and say, can I pray for you today? That is a bold and daring act in these days, I think. So Father God, allow this message, Lord, allow your truth, the truth of your words to go in deeper in this next week and to all of those who are here today and bring them back next week empowered to know what you want them to do in 2021. Be with them, keep them safe and healthy, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.